This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. The Cubby House is a show about two cub-identifying guys exploring the big and hairy issues in and around the bear community. This program is designed for a mature audience. It may contain adult themes, sex and drug references, and of course course language. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to the Cubby House for the 25th of March. I'm Cookie. And I'm Kevin. And thank you very much once again for Amy to kiss my arts. It's her last show before her hiatus. Oh. Goodbye, my love. Our love affair was brief, but it's oh so passionate and she's ignoring me. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be about right. That'd be about right. Um, Tonight on the show, however, we are bringing in one of our very special friends from the photography community amongst the bear community. Are we starting the professional count now? We'll see. We'll see if he mentions it later. Um, I'm counting as the first one. We we do have Bear Steve coming in a little bit later in the show. Uh, But uh, also in the show, on Kink Corner tonight, we're actually going to be exploring the concept of headspace. And if you haven't understood it before, a way to actually start understanding it and getting into it. Excellent. Then we catch up with... As we've said, Bear Steve, who will have a chat with us about what he's been up to in the last nine months or so. Finally, somebody's got me addicted to RuPaul's Drag Race after five seasons worth. So, considering I didn't know some of the phrases, I'm actually going to explain how some of the phrases in the show have been explained to me. Uh, And we also, I caught up on the weekend with uh, Chris Thompson from Tasmania, and he's going to have a chat with us about Taz Bears. Taz Bears what? Taz Bears. No, really? Yeah. Oh my God, they've got another group. Uh, well, you'll have to listen to the interview and find out, won't you? You will, you will. But we're going to ask you a question, which will hopefully see you through our hour here at the Cubby we House. We've picked it rather good. It's a rather professional one for tonight. Uh, do you like your photograph being taken at public events? You can catch us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Cubby House. And don't forget about Twitter. The username is the Cubby House and our hashtag is CHProject. In the studio, we welcome the very renowned professional photographer, Bear Steve, with us here. Hello, how are you? We're good, thank you. And yourself? Good, good. Doing well. Excellent, excellent. Now, usually we ask you a series of questions, but we've kind of moved away from that, and I'm going to put you up to a challenge tonight. Oh. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a very easy quiz, actually. Because it involves using letters of the keyboard. If I'm assuming you both use computers quite often. Yes. Now, Kevin, I have to make sure your keyboard away. My keyboard is out of sight this time. There were claims of cheating last time. <laughs> okay. Now, this is called a letter word scramble. Now, you take one. I will give you a word. You have to change the first letter and make a new word. The catch 
is you have to change a letter that's adjacent from the first word to the second word. What? From the what? keyboard. Hold on, explain that this again. This is so confusing. I'm confused already. I take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I claim that as well? I'm here, <laughs> to be, I'm here to be pretty, not functional. <laughs> right, right, right. So if I gave you the letter in mm-hmm. and I wanted you to change the first letter to a, key, a letter adjacent to the word I, what word would you make? On? Correct, on. Because I is adjacent to O in the keyboard. Oh, okay. I don't think I know my keyboard that well. I think we, sh- I think we should both get keyboards. <laughs> yes, I, yes. All right. I will give you five letters <laughs> looking at the keyboard. All right, all right, all right. All right. So go on, get, get your keyboards oh, out. I'll swing around one for Steve. <laughs> and you are now looking at the keyboards, gentlemen. All right. Now. So just shout out the answer if we've got it. Just shout out the answer. This time I am going to record you. Uh, one is for S, one is for K, for Steve and Kevin. Oh, well done, Cookie. So we shall start with the word dinner. Change the first letter. Sinner. You are correct, Kevin. <laughs> D to an S becomes sinner. Second word, hood. Good. Steve, you got it. Yes, good. Third word, collar. Dollar. Correct, Kevin. Fourth word, say. Day. Day is a, an option. <laughs> too quick. He's too quick. Way could have been another. Way is another uh, option. Yes. Okay, this is your last word before you have to put the keyboards away. Oh. The word is Pope. Hope. Oh, no, I just... Rhyme. Lope. <laughs> Lope is correct. And I didn't look at the keyboard. All right. I've given you your warm-up. Put the keyboards away, gentlemen, and we shall continue. All right. Okay. Your next word, jelly. Change the J to another character next to the J on the keyboard. Melly? Not Melly, but you're very close. Kelly. Can I have another go? Kelly. Yes, I'll, I'll give you Kelly. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Cool. Yes, that was I, a total guess. I would have also taken Nelly. That's what I was going to ah. Yes. Wanda. To go wandering, Wanda. What's uh, near the W in the keyboard? Qwerty. Yeah, I know. I'm doing the same thing. It's not on the QWERTY line. It, I'll give you a clue. It's on underneath. Wanda, Sonda, Donda. Sander. Sander? Sander. Sander. S-A-N-D-A. I'm trying to go, Sander, Sander. Okay. No, what? Okay. Oh. Sign is in the sine wave. Wine. No. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm so going to cheat and look at a keyboard. Actually, Kevin, wine is an answer, yes. W-I-N-E. S-I-N-E. W-I-N-E. You are right. I would have also taken Dine. Miller. As in a person who works in a mill, Miller. Miller? No. No. A lot of movies are, are based around this concept. Kevin's trying to type with his... I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to go through all the alphabet and trying to memorise it in front of it, and it's not working. Okay, I'll give you another clue. It's on the line above the M. Yeah, I know you have to look at my key. Oh, um, 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 um. One, two, 
three. No, sorry. Killer. Killer is correct. So you just got in the nick of time. Okay. Dense. Sorry, what? Dense. As in D-E-N-T-S? Or dense as in... <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you point at me as you say that, yet I would argue the opposite. Uh, yes, dense as in um, solid. Thick. <laughs> sense. Kevin, it is sense. Now, this word... <laughs> well, we've got a couple more to go here. Oh, God. This word has got three options. The word is... Frill, as in no frills. Hill. No. Bill. No. Dill. No. <laughs> Listen to the word frill. Uh, drill. Yes, drill is one option. Uh, Grill or trill would have been another. Right. Hill. Gill. <laughs> Gill? No. Uh, excuse me. Gill is G-I-L. What not H-I-L-L. Oh, well, fine. Excuse oh. me then. Hill, come on. It's on the no. line below Nil, H. No. G, uh, Jill. Jill? Jill, I will accept, yes. Okay. It could have also had Bill. <laughs> Last word. Vail. V-A-I-L. There are three options for this word. Male. Sale. Incorrect. Incorrect. Do you want to have another crack at it? Nail. No, not nail. <laughs> I'm going to go sail. You are incorrect still. B is nowhere near the S on the keyboard. Nobody? Hold on, hold on. I've got to try and find where the V is as I stalkingly try and look for a keyboard <laughs> that's around oh, this is... that I can see. So it's Vail, right? V-A-I-L, yes. Okay, I'm going to go fail. <laughs> Which you did not on this, Kevin. With that last answer, you won eight to four. Yeah! Congratulations, Kevin. For well the crowd done. goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> but I've just proven that you, cle- you two clearly don't know your keyboards as well as you think. I can touch type. I um, don't have to look at my... I just don't. Yes. It's a weird game. I can proudly say I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to The Cubby House here on Joy 94.9, and we'll be back to touch on Kink Corner right after this. And on The Cubby House on Joy 94.9, can I also say a big thank you to... Mr. Little, who's uh, messaged in and said that was an excellent game. Thank you very much. It's Quizmaster himself who's complimenting me on my game-making skills. Oh, thank now, you. Now you've given him a big head. Well done. <laughs> on you, Nathan. Uh, and something else that refers to big heads. Be careful what you're wearing. You never know what you're asking for here on the Kink Corner. And yes, Kevin, I know you're giving me that... Uh, Death Eye Stare. But I'm always scared of this one. I always want to leave the, the, the studio for this topic. Well, I hope you don't, because one of the things I wanted to explore tonight is quite often in the BDSM world, we talk about headspace. And a lot of the time, it's very hard to sometimes explain what a headspace is, because it's very different for each individual. But something I wanted to perhaps introduce people to who may want to get into that uh, ideology of um, the kind of play that they get into and how to get into a a state of mind where they're in tune with what's going on is to explore how to meditate as it is a stepping stone into some of the more deeper aspects of BDSM. Now, this explanation I took from a website called total-meditation.com 
and it explains this. Firstly, cultivate the desire to experience a joyful meditation. Sit or lie peacefully, relaxing your jaw, tongue and facial muscles. If your eyes are open, you can just notice that you are seeing without consciously looking, and so not noticing what you might otherwise usually notice. If it helps, you can focus on your breathing. Slow in, slow out, continuing each breath all the way up to 50, just to give yourself a focus away from your busy thinking. To assist relaxing further, ignore any sounds from outside the room. They serve to remind you of how your thoughts are jumping wildly all day long. But now that you're in meditation, you can just choose to let them come and go as they will. Gradually pushing them farther from your conscious attention as the sea of wild thinking becomes calm. Your thoughts just lapping on the shores of your mind as your awareness becomes calm and your true self emerges from the noise into the peace. As your mind quietens gradually over your meditations, you can look forward to connecting again with the universal consciousness from which you originally came. Your noisy thinking, problems, cares and worries do not belong there, so it can feel strange at first, but you quickly adapt and enjoy this place and enjoy immersing yourself here. A place where you can where a place where you can be none more than welcome. Now, that's just something to take in mind when you are meditating, because a lot of the time when going into BDSM activities, you want to be in a headspace where you're conscious about what's going on, and you can enjoy things without necessarily getting wrapped up or distracted with other things that are otherwise occupying your mind. There is a very quick meditation technique that was taught to me when I started doing meditation, which was to breathe in light and then breathe out light. And the concept is to fill your body with light and to sorry expel shadows. So you get rid of the, the darkness or the, the clutter in your head hmm. and you just breathe in pure light. Yes. Um, another technique which can be used in that in, in starting your breathing practices is breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. That also helps in the general filtration of your air that's coming in because of the, your nose hairs help filter the air coming in and then all the energies and bacteria that you otherwise breathe out just come out through the nose. Uh, so that's something to take into mind when you are wanting to start exploring BDSM. Um, and it's always a case of you do it because you enjoy it. It's not to bring harm. It's not to bring pain or to get away from those things. It's to do an activity that you enjoy. So why not enjoy it to the fullest of your ability? You don't necessarily have to do meditation for BDSM. I mean, it is a, a, an interesting concept to combine the two together. Hmm. But meditation by itself is rather a good calming exercise as well. It's something that one can only suggest to do at least once a week or so. Well, that's true. I, I only bring this up because it's sometimes, from my own experience, when I go into a particularly heavier scene, which I normally um, might otherwise enjoy... I need to understand that I'm my body is ready to do what I want it to do. And sometimes using meditation techniques helps to connect with my body first and then go into the further activities. What's your concept on debrief as well? So basically giving yourself that hour afterwards to then debrief what you've experienced as well and unpack 
things that may have come up in your sessions? Particularly if you are experiencing things for the first time, yep. um, it is definitely a good idea to give yourself that time. Like all act, uh, strenuous activities, you allow a, a, a cool-down period to um, just let your body relax and not go into another strenuous activity straight away and strain yourself. And, and that goes too for emotional and mental. So that was your kink corner for this week. Now here in the cubby house, we are asking the question, Kevin, do you like having your photograph taken at public events? Now you can SMS 0427 joy 949 email on air at joy.org.au or join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the cubby house and on Twitter tonight we are at the cubby house with the hashtag ch project you're with kevin and cookie on the cubby house with guest bear steve to join us for this evening we are joined tonight by bear steve partially because we wanted to expose him to this segment uncovering the diamonds in the fur our artists in the rough we haven't played that for a while. I totally forgot about that and how, right. you know, Moroccan that was. <laughs> I like that. I need to get castanets or something for next time. Hello, Steve. Hello. Not that you've been sitting there the whole time. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So we got you on because about nine months ago, I think it was, you actually won the Men and Men Art Competition yes. for your photograph, Mast. Yes, correct. Grr. Grr, indeed. <laughs> um, congratulations again. Thank you. No resentment there. Uh, but we thought we'd catch up with you and sort of see what you've been doing. So for those that are totally unaware of your amazing skills, what is your art medium of choice? Um, I am a photographer um, and have been for many years, but not always professional. <laughs> <laughs> Did you use that word yourself? I'm yeah. so counting that. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, essentially, I am a photographer, a, a wedding photographer in my past life, um, but now venturing more into art and taking photos of hairy men. And who wouldn't want that job? Who indeed wouldn't want that job? <laughs> who indeed has been struggling to keep up with you? <laughs> Quite. Yeah. So do you specialise or do you just like to sort of play the field? Um, yeah, I... I, I guess I do specialise in a fashion, bridal fashion, um, as as a kind of or career choice. But um, for, or let's see, for anything essentially art-wise, no, I can pretty much play the field. You can just point and click and take whatever you want. Absolutely, oh, like a man who can multitask. <laughs> so, do you feel that you've achieved anything in the last nine months specifically? Uh, yes, I, I do have quite a few things in the pipeline um, in terms of uh, photographic work and that type of thing. And I am starting to focus a little bit more on personal projects, which is, is quite good. Oh. Yes. Anything yes. specific you want to chat to us about now? Um, yeah, perhaps um, thinking about inquiring more into um, – putting exhibitions on and that type of thing. So kind of entering that scene, which I've never really done before. Because you recently had your Men and Men art competition mm. exhibition. And I was unfortunately not in the country, so I couldn't oh, come yes. to it. That's okay. But, I forgive you. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I've been forgiven. <laughs> uh, well, if you are going to be doing some more, at least I'll be able to come to a, a few more of them. Absolutely. Now, have you experimented in your medium at all this year? Or have you just stuck purely to photography? Oh, no, I... I have shot a couple of rolls of film 
recently, which I haven't done for many years. You mean the real film? Yeah, like the, the real one. Yeah, the, the no. smelly chemicals and all. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you've got a dark room set up that you can develop? No, not at this stage. Um, and I don't think I will go down that route again. Uh, it was all a little bit too messy and dermatitis-y and all that good stuff. Well, the messy you had me at, but dermatitis, no, let's not do that. Yes. <laughs> right, that's a bit of experimentation for you. So, what are you looking forward to in the next year or so? Um, essentially, just kind of uh, planting myself firmly into the the culture of Melbourne, because I've only really been here two years. Already? Uh, yes, already. And um, yeah, just kind of weaving my, worming my way into the arts industry. Might I ask from where? Ah, uh, yes, Sydney originally, and lived in Newcastle for about twelve years. New South Wales. Yeah, so we've got you here now, and we're not letting you go. Uh, so, where can people find out more information about your stunning works? <laughs> yes, uh, my website is www.stevescalone.com. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. And I, th- I think you're on Facebook as well, aren't you? I am, yes. So I can just look for Steve Scalone? Yes, or Bear Steve. Ah, many people know that name. Indeed. Well, thank you very much. We'll have you on in a little bit later to discuss one of the projects that you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. But for now, we're all, we are asking a discussion topic, which is, do you like having your photograph taken at public events? Now, we have had a few answers on Facebook, so if you'd like to go and see what somebody else has said and add your own comments, you can join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Cubby House. You've also got Twitter. Uh, or look us up at the Cubby House with a hashtag CH Project, or if you want to get a hold of us directly, it's 0427 JOY949 as the SMS or email on air at joy.org.au. You are with the Cubby House. And don't forget the handy dandy Joy iPhone app. Of course. How can we forget? You're with the Cubby House on Joy94.9. Now, we've got a section that I've had to throw in. <laughs> had to throw in. Yes, because I dedicate this to my partner, because he's the one who I blame for getting me addicted to RuPaul's Drag Race. After five seasons and a lot of uh, encouragement from a lot of other people, he's the one that cracked the show and actually got me to watch it. Which I don't mind. I quite enjoy the show. It's one of those shows that is reality TV, but doesn't need the added theatrical drama that a lot of TV shows tend to put in. It's got its own natural drama, which comes out. What comes out a lot as well is the lingo they use, which I didn't understand. So I've gone and done a little bit of research, and thanks to, uh, thanks to, <laughs> oh, I did write, Reality Nation, that's where, it's, sorry, I'm trying to write, read my notes here, uh, Re- Reality Nation website, there's a writer, uh, Brandon Barker, who assembled a bit of a guide, so I thought I'd go through a few of them with you, if Sounds you've like never heard Sounds like a cheat sheet before. for the show. Oh, oh, only for the discussion. Now, I have to also point out, if I see any bears using these phrases in common discussion, I will subpoena your bear card. Uh, too late, but continue. Yes. Anyway. The term shade, throwing shade or shady, it means when a person is doing you wrong in some way, the example they give, that bitch is throwing shade. She's telling everybody, I had my lips done. Yes, I've got a bad... Really, Cookie? Yes. yes. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. You, 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 uh, continue. Sk- skating on thin ice already, I can say. Yeah, yes. continue. The one phrase that made me go look this up is the phrase, no tea, no shade. 
and it, it implies no disrespect. And RuPaul herself tweeted that no tea, no shade is I'm not trying to come for you or offend you, but this is what it's really like. The way I read that is no tea, no disrespect, no shade. I'm not trying to put you down. That's how I would interpret that phrase. Yes, Kevin? I'm not commenting. I don't want to say so I can't comment. But okay. I'm, just, I'm loving you morphing slowly but surely into this woman with attitude and flicking your head <laughs> on side to side. I uh, don't want to know what's going through your head because it ain't happening. Uh-huh. Sickening implies when it, something is really amazing and fierce. So if it's really good, it's sickening. Yes. Yes, that eyebrow raise implies just that. What are they doing to my language? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, the term reading or reading to filth implies to really let someone have it, to insult and criticize. The term beating your face or your mug is when they put on their makeup. Here's a term that my partner's starting to use and I want to hit him for it. Um, I will. The term fish, it means a particularly girly drag queen or realness to females. Um, Tuck is when, obviously, you hide your business using duct tape sometimes. Now, here's an interesting term which can have double meaning the way it's spelt. Kai Kai is a party for calming your nerves, it's a gathering of sorts where you gossip and talk about this and that. Sorry, that's a key key. The Kai Kai is implied to be, um, it's when you have a love interest with sexual intent or an orgy party. And the one you'll hear at least once a week is the term sachet way. And that's when RuPaul eliminates a queen. And that was a little bit of explanation as to what the show's all about. If you want to have a look, it's called RuPaul's Drag Race. I will recommend it if you'd like to see some decent reality TV. Uh, But I will not recommend it because I'm getting addicted to it. I've got too much sci-fi to watch anyway. Yes, well, that's your style of show. And yeah, this is something I finally got hold of, so... Thank you very much. We do have a discussion topic for tonight, considering you just died there. You forced me to die. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Okay, so the discussion topic for tonight is, do you like your photograph being taken at public events? Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash thecubbyhouse. Or you can catch us on Twitter at thecubbyhouse with hashtag CHProject. You're with the Cubby House. Cookie and Kevin here on Joy 94.9. Join with our guest tonight, Bear Steve, a professional photographer floating around the likes of Melbourne and Vic Bears on occasion. Yes, on occasion. Now, Mr. Steve Scalone, or as you know, the rest of us know him, Bear Steve, mm-hmm. um, you join us to have a chat about this ultimate photography crash course that you're putting together exclusively for Vic Bears members. Absolutely. So, tell us a little bit about it. What topics will be covered in this photography ultimate crash course? <laughs> dun, dun, Extravaganza. <laughs> will there be sashing? No, no, no. no. Uh, what kind of topics will we be covering? Uh, yes, essentially, uh, I'm trying to keep it accessible to everyone. Um, essentially, it's the goal of the whole crash course is to take better photos instantly within that day. So even non-professionals like us? Even non-professionals. Oh, thank God I'm, I'm already applied for the course. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have specific topics that will be covered? Uh, yes, essentially... Um, how a camera does actually work. I believe that it is quite important to understand the fundamentals 
Um, even if it is a very simple camera, the principles are identical. Um, even things like composition, which be, would be a fairly large um, chunk of... Oh, 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 I know this day. one. Rule of thirds. Rule of thirds. <laughs> yes, yes. And others, Kevin. <laughs> there are no others. <laughs> rule of thirds. <laughs> do you encourage, just out of this course, do you encourage people to go outside of the automatic mode? Yes, absolutely. Um, I would encourage it only because you can have a little bit more control and without going into too much detail, a little bit more control in your aperture choice and, and things like that. Now, it is only four hours, so we can't cover everything, but um, it's a really good basis to um, to kind of instantly help your photography. Now, given that it's a course, do people get certificates at the end of it? Um, they get the love and admiration from me. Oh, I'm sure so now, <laughs> now you will be flooded with people. So now, well done. Nobody gets certified in this course. Well... You get pizza. Does that count? <laughs> then we're certified a thousand times yeah. over. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I get in my own studio. Uh, how about I organise a couple of, or a, a certificate for everyone that passes? Oh, <laughs> I want to see copies of these certificates. Okay. Now. Yes. So what do people need to bring along to the event? I'm assuming we don't need to bring like a $5,000 DSLR camera along. No, not at all. Um, if you have it, don't worry about not bringing it yeah absolutely um no um essentially just bring along your camera which preferably has um some zoom function uh and uh, perhaps even a manual function it's not necessary if you don't have it but um it would actually help well you're not going to get the most out of the course if you don't have a manual function i agree yeah See, the manual function for me of like, so when you take a lot of photos, it's kind of like in the olden day maps when they used to have on the edge of the maps, here be monsters. That's what manual mode for me is. There be whales, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> Enough about me. So, of course, there's also a photo walk. Ah, uh, yes. It's a professional photo walk. Well, semi-professional. <laughs> oh, 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 now we're going to semi-professional. Okay, so it's a semi-professional photo walk, and what, 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 if I can stop saying what, what will actually happen on this semi-professional photography walk? <laughs> well, essentially, after you learn um, a fair amount of theory, we actually put it into practice, and I was actually roaming the streets um, on Saturday afternoon, just and essentially, we're just going to be walking around the block. Nothing spectacular, which I'm assuming is different from the route you take when you run the streets. <laughs> no, <laughs> correct. All right, so we're just going to take them on a tour of Melbourne, and they're going to put into practice what they've learned. So there's none of this coming along to the course just to look at the pretty you. They actually need to learn something. Yes, absolutely, and um, I'm there to help essentially. So if they have any questions um, throughout the actual photo talk, walk, um, yep, I'm there to help them. Okay. Now, speaking of that, how can people find out more information about the event? Uh, yes. Uh, the best person to contact would be Vic Bears. And Peter Undy um, is basically handling all the bookings and that type of thing. Uh, I do believe it's about half booked. Um, I'm only accepting about 15 or 16 people. That mm. way there's enough um, time for me to go around and... And help Give everyone, everyone your special touch. My special touch. <clears throat> so, yes, the best person to get in contact uh, with is Peter Rundy at uh, president at vicbears.org.au. So, just shoot an email through to president. 
I'm going to spell it for people because I don't know how to spell it. P-R-E-S-I-D-E-N-T at vicbears, V-I-C-B-E-A-R-S dot org dot A-U and he will be able to book that in for you. Excellent. Now, we have a question for tonight. Do you like being photographed while out at events? You can catch us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Cubby House. And don't forget about Twitter. The username is The Cubby House and our hashtag is CHProject. And here on The Cubby House, if you haven't got the in-joke yet, we've been talking about <laughs> professionalism over the course of this show. And we're going to explain that a little bit later on with your answers to that question. So far, it's been mentioned 17 times in the show. <laughs> 17? Is that how many? Yep. Well, So if you want to find out why we're having a laugh at that, we'll explain a little later on the show. However, in between now and then, we have Kevin, who's explored his interviewing skills once more and contacted a man by the name of Chris Thompson to explain more about Taz Bears. So we're joined by Chris Thompson from the Taz Bear Group. How are you, Chris? Yeah, I'm doing great. And yourself there, Kevin? Not bad, not bad. Now, I've heard from a couple of people in the Bear Group about this great initiative that you guys are putting together, the, the Taz Bear Group down in Tasmania. That's right. A long time ago, there was a Taz Bear Group that dissolved, so... About August last year, I decided to recreate it and get the movement happening. So it was actually you that started it all? That's right. It, started, it just started with me doing a little Facebook group, just thinking, well, I want to get a group of bears. I've been to Melbourne and Sydney, and I'm like, this bear's here. Let's just see if we can do something and get it, get it happening. Oh, that sounds perfect. Now, what's the aim of the group? So very much like all the other bear groups around the world, it's just to create a community, promoting who we are. You know, we're, we're not the mainstream homosexual twink or any other subculture. So we just want to have our own identity, run with that, have a bit of a purpose and yeah, just have some fun along the way. I'm very interested to know, what do you define as a bear? <laughs> the age old question. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a bear in my eyes is someone who is much more masculine than your standard stereotypical TV homosexual. A bit hairy, a bit maybe more heavy set. Yes, yeah, so, so just not your everyday person, I guess. My big thing, though, is I'm not the most bearish guy there is. I've got a bear hidden in me somewhere. I'm just trapped in the wrong body. It's about your inner bear. The nice thing I've found out about all the different bear groups around Australia and around the world is that they're very accepting. Definitely, yeah. We're, we're happy to accept anyone into the group, whether or not you know you are that stereotypical bear, heavy set, big guy, beard, hairy, or you know you're just someone a little bit like me who you know doesn't have the beard and is, is not that big build, but you know you're a admirer and a lover of bears, and you just want to be a part. Oh, that's lovely. Now, where do you see the group going in the next year or two? So at the moment, we're still in our early stages, seeing the group really take shape and get some structure happening, making much more of an impact in the community as well. We're starting to do events and just reaching out at the moment. So seeing us in 12 months' time, I think we'll be kind of like where Vic Bears is, obviously on a much smaller scale, but we want to be right out in the community making a difference and just letting people know who we are. And you guys are in the process of actually formalising the committee and giving official roles and incorporation and everything like that, aren't you? That's right. At the moment, we're just a small group of admin. So there's four of us there that are, are making the decisions at the moment and are kind of taking up that role, but nothing has been set in stone to a proper hierarchy like secretary, president. So we are working towards that and we're just working out which is the best way to implement this for the group. 
Oh, if anything, that sounds like exciting times down in Tassie. <laughs> it's very exciting times. You guys have also got an event coming up as well. Even though there's only four of you and you're still informal, you're already planning events. That's right. We have had a few events since the start of the group uh, starting in August. So we had one in November and one in December, just small little ones. But this is probably our biggest event to date. So that will be the Taz Bears Retreat on the 5th of April. And what can people expect if they are planning on going to the event? They need to let us know. Numbers are limited. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an important step, yes. Um, it's just a very informal, relaxed weekend up at Elizabeth Town, north of the state. So what they'll be doing up there is just relaxing, hanging out, just meeting everyone. This would probably be the first time that a lot of bears have come around the state and being introduced to each other, especially in the Taz Bears community. So this would be a great way for people to meet, talk, gauge direction of where we want to go with the group and get everyone's input and opinion. All the while, there'd be like little activities like going down to Ashgrove's Cheese or Christmas Hills Raspberry Farm, just doing little adventures around the place. But just it's a nice weekend away and catching up with the bears. Sounds wonderfully social. Now, where can people find out more information about Taz Bears? The easiest way is to log on to Facebook and just simply type in Taz Bears. From there, you'll see our group. Just request to join. One of our members will more than happy accept your membership. From there, the ball will just start rolling. We'll start chatting with you. All the information's on our Facebook page and we can go from there. I've actually had made the bold step to add myself to the group as well. And I've seen some of the conversation. It is really welcoming and very nice to actually see. Fantastic. There's no conversation off topic. So feel free to ask anything there if you like. We've got a wide diverse of people. At the moment, 97 members. They're not all in Tasmania. They're all around the state and the world. So that's excellent. So, you know, ask questions. We're more than happy and more than welcome to accept you into the group and just chat and, yeah, build the community. Excellent. Well, I think Australia's bear community will be looking to Tassie to see what you guys can come up with. And thank you very much for joining us tonight and having a chat with us. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. You're in the cubby house for another five to ten more minutes here on Joy 94.9. Now, we have been asking you the question, are you comfortable being photographed? Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash thecubbyhouse. Or you can catch us on Twitter at thecubbyhouse with hashtag CHProject. And for the last few more minutes on the Cubby House for this week, we have been asking you the question, are you comfortable being photographed at events? Very quickly, Rusty says, I don't mind. I just hope I don't break the poor camera lens. As if, Rusty. And uh, Steve has said, I'd be more than happy to be photographed with any of you again, but I missed out on a photo shoot with the Tassie Chris last week. Such a downer in my trip to Tassie last week. Uh, and Grant from Collingwood, I think, says, I like the, the photographers at Vic Bears events always ask first, and they tend to use photographs that don't show other randoms in the background too clearly. Uh, Dominic pops in and says, Bear Steve is a great big hunky for a spunk. Oh. Um, and Ben also says, for me, the answer is yes and no. As I'm not out, it can be awkward. As long as I know what's being done with it, I can be okay with it. Excellent. Thank you very much for all your responses here on the Cubby House. Now, Steve, quickly, do you understand why we keep having a laugh at the professional title? I do. I do. Yes. It's because one out of the three of us in this room is actually a certified, credited Photographer, the rest of us are still learning. Hey, I have a Cert 4 in multimedia, thank you. <laughs> Not photography. That counts. That <laughs> yes, it's all right. I have a Cert 3 in radio broadcasting, so there we go. Now, quickly, one last question. What's the one most important piece of advice you'd give your virgin self? Ooh. Um, be more confident going up to hunky men when I was 
a teenager and asking them out. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Good advice. Well now, done. thank you very much for joining us here on the show, Steve. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much to all those people who have contributed. And if you'd like to check out more, we are available at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Cubby House and also on Twitter at the Cubby House with the hashtag CHProject. This has been Kevin and Cookie from the Cubby House Project. We'll be back next week on Monday. Join us coming up with Christian and the Vixen Hour here on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.